Today is the 10th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian, like every day, and it's uh, great to be here with you, like every day, and uh, <laughs> got a nice steaming cup of Wind Farm coffee to my left, which is uh, pretty normal, pretty, n- very normal, and uh, and off we go for uh, for our next step forward through the scriptures this year. This is, of course, our 10th step. So only 355 more steps and we'll be completing the Bible, but this is our 10th step. We're reading from the New International Version this week. Today we'll read Genesis chapter 23, verse 1 through 24, 51. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Then Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. He said, I am a foreigner and a stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here so I can bury my dead. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, the Hittites. He said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, then listen to me and intercede with Ephron, son of Zoar, on my behalf, so he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him and is at the end of his field. Ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephron the Hittite was sitting among his people, and he replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of his city. No, my lord, he said. Listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Again, Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephron in their hearing, Listen to me, if you will. I will pay the price of the field. Accept it from me, so I can bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, Listen to me, my lord. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. But what is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephron's terms and weighed out for him the price he had named in the hearing of the Hittites. Four hundred shekels of silver, according to the weight current among the merchants. So Ephron's field in Machpelah, near Mamre, both the field and the cave in it, and all the trees within the borders of the field, was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. Afterward, Abraham buried his wife, Sarah, in the cave in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, which is at Hebron, in the land of Canaan. 
So the field and the cave in it were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure that you do not take my son back there. Abraham said, The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me on oath, saying, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels loaded with all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram, Naharayim, and made his way to the town of Naor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, Lord, God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master, Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring, and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, Please let down your jar that I may have a drink, and she says, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Naor. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. 
When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a becca and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son that Milcah bore to Naor. And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as room for you to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban, and he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and had heard Rebekah tell what the man said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him. But he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. My master's wife, Sarah, has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear on oath and said, You must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, What if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord, before whom I have walked faithfully, will send his angel with you and make your journey a success, so that you can get a wife from my son from my own clan and from my father's family. You will be released from my oath if, when you go to my clan, they refuse to give her to you. Then you will be released from my oath. When I came to the spring today, I said, Lord, God of my master Abraham, if you will, please grant success to the journey on which I have come. See, I am standing beside this spring. If a young woman comes out to draw water and I say to her, please let me drink a little water from your jar, and if she says to me, drink, and I'll draw water for your camels too, Let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water, and I said to her, Please give me a drink. 
She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Naor, whom Milcah bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master, Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go, and let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. Matthew 8, 1-17 When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone. But go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done, just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. 
This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. Psalm 9, 13-20 Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may declare your praises in the gates of daughter Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet are caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by his acts of justice. The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. The wicked go down to the realm of the dead, all the nations that forget God. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. Arise, Lord, do not let mortals triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know they are only mortal. Proverbs 3, 1-6 My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Okay, so in the book of Genesis, we, uh, we're saying goodbye now to a very, very important figure, uh, Sarah, the wife of Abraham, who bore the son, Isaac, to Abraham in his old age. Uh, she passes away today. And so obviously Abraham is mourning and he goes to the Hittites and he needs a place. He wants to buy a place where he can, you know, have his own kind of a burial site for his family. And we get a little bit of a glimpse into the negotiations of the time, right? You know, Abraham's like talking to all the leaders of the city in the city gate saying, ask Ephron to sell me this, right? Well, Ephron's sitting right there, but this is more of a communal negotiation. And Ephron's like, I'll just give it to you. You can have it, you know, uh, and, and Abraham's like, uh, you know, just, just tell me the price. So we see this negotiation going on and Abraham buys Ephron's field and cave, the cave of Machpelah, near Mamre, in the valley of Eshkol. Uh, which that might all just sound like a bunch of biblical, you know, site names or something that have no relevance. But remember this. Remember this day. Remember that uh, Abraham bought this cave. Uh, because as the story goes, in a couple of months, uh, this particular site uh, will, will become important. 
And incidentally, this particular site, this burial ground, uh, is still in existence uh, until today and can be visited in the city of Hebron, which, um, which uh, you know, at times can be a tense place. Uh, and this particular burial site for Abraham and, uh, and his offspring is one of the most holy sites in the world uh, to people uh, who are Muslim, to people who are Jewish, and also to Christians. So, and uh, those groups of people don't always see to eye, eye to eye on things, so it can be a pretty tense place. Which is kind of funny uh, when you think about it. Some of the most holy places in the world are also some of the most contentious places in the world uh, because everybody wants a peace. And as we uh, continue our journey forward, we'll just have to decide whether that's, uh, that's good, that's a good thing, or whether it's not. But nevertheless, the, the place actually does exist. Uh, the structure that is over the top of the cave was uh, built by King Herod, so it's very, very old. Of course, when Abraham bought it, it was much more old. It's a very ancient place. And uh, you can see this place in the Promised Land films. I've mentioned the Promised Land films, I think, once this year. Um, it's a great resource in the Daily Area Bible Shop. It's two DVDs, and then you can also download all the content digitally. But it's over four hours of content letting you zoom into these places. And they're just short films, like, you know, two to five minute films of a location where you can kind of come in, find out what happened there biblically, but also get a good 360 degree view, like a a good understanding of what that place looks like. So when we went to Hebron and filmed, we had to, you know, we went into the mosque and had to have permission to go in there and film. Then then there's a synagogue on the other side and we had to go through some pretty high security to get in there. And, uh, uh, you know, there's lots of soldiers around that place. And uh, as it turns out, we we got permission from the military to to do some aerial flights uh, over it. And so, we're, you know, we're flying a drone and filming and everything, but we got guys with machine guns standing around watching what we're doing. But we got that footage, and um, it's, it's some of the only aerial footage from, from there. So that's included in the Promised Land films. As well as some of the other places, like Gerar, we talked about in the book of Genesis today, where, you know, Abraham is, again, saying that Sarah's his sister instead of his, his wife and stuff. That's filmed like a Beersheba is another place where Abraham spent so much so much of his time and where um, Ishmael and Hagar were, were sent away to wander in the wilderness of Beersheba. Like these are real places. And so if you kind of want to, if you're curious enough to go, I, okay, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I want to, I want to know what these places look like. Then promised land is, is a great resource for that. So you can check that out at the daily Eddie Bible shop. Uh, if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link that's on the homepage. And uh, I thank you. Thank you for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, or if you like the mail better, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And uh, as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. Other than 
other than to remind you of two verses that we just read, the last two verses that we just read from the book of Proverbs. Now take this into your day. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, DAB family. This is Byron out in Florida. I was listening to the uh, podcast on January 3rd on a device that I don't uh, usually use. And uh, long story short, uh, I stumbled onto the daily audio uh, Proverbs, which I had... uh, totally forgotten about <laughs> and probably had never listened to before and uh, I played it and I was like wow this is this is what I need to hear right now at the time of my life I'm tired of making mistakes and I need to get on the right path with it so I even wrote it down like after I listened to the to the, to the DAB I'm going to uh, listen to the Daily Auto Proverbs but I listened to the Proverbs and I went back to the DAB and I got to the prayer request and lo and behold Here's Joanne from Happy Valley talking about the daily audio proverb and kind of reinforcing what the Lord apparently was telling me to do. And I just wanted to say thank you, Joanne, for that encouragement. And you talked about playing it with your family, and that never dawned on me. I was like, yes, of course. And that very night, I played it with my family. I said, we're going to do this uh, every night as far as long as whatever. We're going to get this wisdom in us. And so I just want to... Thank you for for calling. Thank you for that encouragement and to let you know that you are a very wise woman and that for the encouragement that you've given me, if I can keep this up with my family, is going to be affecting people who will be around 100 years from now. And they will be spreading that wisdom to the next generation as well. So thank you for passing it on. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Hello, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who listen to the Daily Audio Bible. Um... My name is uh, Treasured Possession, and uh, I'm, I, I'm starting from the beginning for the first time this year, and I'm very excited about listening. Uh, I've learned so many things. I love the fact that the Psalms and the Proverbs can be a snack because my husband and I are trying very hard to show up for God for the first time and learning about how to eat better and treat our temple better. and. I just wanted to thank um, his little Cherie for praying for my husband because his sleep is getting better. Thank you so much for your prayers. And um, thank you so much for all the work that it takes to put on this program and for just everything about it. Uh, It has become such a blessing to me. So um, I want to thank Jill for the 2016 More Gathering because um, she really helped me see myself in a different light and removed a lot of shame from my life and so I pray blessings upon all you women who get to go to that because it's amazing um, thank you um, God bless you all and I'll talk again soon bye hi everyone it's Lisa the encourager hope my neighbors are doing great 
I'm so sorry I haven't been able to call in a little bit, but I do have a wonderful story that I want to tell you all. And first of all, I'm praying for you. Yes, you do. Here's my voice right now. I am praying for you. I want you to know that. And then also the story. So this beautiful gift that we all have, the Daily Audio Bible, we don't want to hide that under a bushel. So I get so excited at the beginning of the year to share that with others. And I have these Daily Audio Bible cards that I've gotten um, from the Daily Audio Bible. So I ask God, please tell me who, put lay somebody on my heart, who should I talk to this year and tell them about the Daily Audio Bible. So my husband went to this store that we don't normally go to. Long story short, I had to return some items. So I went in this store and I had the card in my hand and I'm like, okay, who am I going to give this to? And I went to the clerk and I said, hey, I'm not sure if you have a New Year's resolution or not, but I want to share something with you. And she said, no, I don't. And I said, so I shared the story with her and she was very receptive and was like, um, uh, you know, listening to me and was excited to hear about it. And as I was walking out, there was a gentleman sitting, and anyway, so she took the card and was very happy. I had another card. So there was a gentleman sitting at the door and his wife, and I looked over at him, and I could have sworn as I walked by that he was blind, but I wasn't sure. So I walked up to him and I said, may I um, ask you a personal question? And his wife said, well, what is it? And I just started right in telling them about the Daily Audio Bible and most especially about um, Blind Tony and how much this has blessed me and that God really laid somebody on my heart. I felt sure it was him that I would share this wonderful gift. So I gave him the card and he and she, by the end of our conversation, they were so excited. So I know that's who God laid on my heart. So I just challenge you to please take the Hi, this is Beth O'Brien calling from Delaware. I apologize. I totally drew a blank, but I wanted to um, wish my, my love for um, China and her fiance. I'm so happy for them. Um, China, we met in uh, Israel together, and we had to share the embarrassment of wearing um, some pants when we went to the, uh, the Muslim mosque. And they thought that, at any rate, I, I think of you and pray for you often. Um, I wanted to get to my point now, too. Um, urgently, my daughter, Deborah, her best friend's brother, um, tried to commit suicide on uh, January 1st. He came to the house and um, put a gun to his head. And thankfully, the Lord has saved him. Um, he's now reaching out. He says he regrets that decision to try to take his life. But... Um, he definitely needs prayer. He's got a lot of reconstruction to do, as well as emotional and mental health issues. But he's reaching, and he wants to listen to the Bible. So I've given him the information, sent him all the great news about um, Daily Audio Bible. So if you could lift up Stephen in your prayers, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, my dear brother Alan, his puppy, little Echo, was killed by a car yesterday. And my brother Alan, we're all devastated. Uh, the puppy was probably 10 months old, and he just lives... Um, and breathe for his um, his pet and for Echo. So we just ask that you would comfort him and, and um, that he would go to you, Lord, and, and seek healing and peace. Uh, and lastly, uh, my daughter Deborah is um, now going off to the University of Delaware uh, in, this, in February, and we're all very excited with her. But if you could pray for her, because this is really a huge um, opportunity for her. And um, yet she has a lot of anxiety about what she's facing. And I just pray that you would support her in your prayers 
that she would make the right choices and she'd believe in herself and that 